welcome to the Defender Podcast, a resource to help mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm your host, Herbie Newell. Today is May 6, 2020, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Today, as we are still facing this COVID-19 pandemic, I wanted just to take a moment for us on the Defender podcast today to just look at the way that we could be praying. Hopefully, we've been praying throughout this pandemic and been praying since the very beginning, but I wanted to highlight today some ways that our team at Lifeline has been praying, some ways that we would encourage you to pray for those who've been infected, impacted, are infected by COVID-19, and certainly to seek the Lord, because although we don't know what tomorrow may bring, we know that we have a God that holds the future. And and even some of these ways that we pray for those of you who have children or have children that have come into your home, either through foster care or through adoption, these are ways too that we can be praying in front of our children, be praying with our children, and being praying over our children. And so today, uh, let's take some time to look at ways that we can be praying throughout this pandemic and continue to pray as we know that the end is really not yet in sight. Only the Lord knows the end and only He can get us through. But before we look at these ways, I want to remind you that if you have ever considered intercountry adoption, we now have been able to give and extend uh, $500 scholarships for all of those families who are able to apply by the end of the month. Of May. And so if you have not already taken advantage of this opportunity, please do. And thank the Lord, even as we begin to pray today, for those donors and those partners who have given graciously, knowing that this would be a tough time for families in the adoption journey and starting the adoption journey to give generously to make these scholarships a reality. And so go to lifelinechild.org to apply today to learn more about these scholarships or to learn more about how you can partner with the ministry of Lifeline. So as we start our time of prayer, I thought it would be uh, appropriate that we would go to Psalm 63. And this is a prayer of David. David was in the wilderness. He was, he was seeking his life, uh, being tramped down by Saul. And this is the prayer that he prays. Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. Oh, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. And my mouth, oh, my mouth will meditate on you in the watches of the night when I remember you upon my bed. For you have been my help and in the shadow of your wings I shall sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Oh, beloved, what a great psalm to remind us that even in this pandemic, even in the uncertainty of COVID-19, 
that our God is for us. He seeks after us. He puts us in the cleft of his shadow. He puts us in his presence. We have the presence of the Lord. And so as we pray, we want to pray to the Lord that he would would give his presence to us, to our children, to those that have been infected and impacted greatly by this pandemic so that we can truly seek the Lord because he will be the help. And as we even look, Jesus over and over taught his disciples to pray. And each and every time we see, he says, give us this day our daily bread. So even as we come to this time of praying, we pray not for tomorrow's riches, but we pray for today's grace. And so let's look at some ways that we can both be praying over this pandemic, but also praying over our children and praying as families. The first way that we can be praying is for peace. We can pray that God would give his peace to those wrestling with anxiety and fear. And so many times this prayer of peace will be over our children. Many times this peace will be for those that are infected. Many times this peace will be for those who are still quarantined inside their homes, still sheltering in place and absolutely scared of what tomorrow may bring. Let's pray that the God of all peace and the God of all comfort would surround these that are fearful, that would surround those who are lacking peace. Let's pray that God would give peace to our children who have lost their activities, who whose way of life maybe has, has gone upside down, that God would give peace to our seniors in high school, our seniors in college who have lost opportunities. Peace, let's pray that the Lord would grant great peace. But second, and like it, is for comfort. Pray for those who are struggling with loneliness of isolation. Pray specifically for those who are single, who live alone, or who are faced with strained relationships in their homes. And as we think of that, we just also... Uh, Pray for those that are in the higher risk populations, that even as some of these shelter in place uh, orders are, are expiring or are being loosened, we still know that for those that are in the higher risk category, for the older among us, for the elderly, that they will still be left in isolation. Pray for comfort. Pray for uh, the, the God of all comfort would surround them with his grace and his love. Oh, I, I think of those in my own life who are, are isolated. I think of those in single relationships or those with health problems or my own grandmother who is, is, is isolated in her room without opportunities to, to make connections with other people. Let's pray that God would draw near to those who feel alone and comfort them with his presence. But then next we can pray for faith. We can pray that we would trust in the goodness and wisdom of God in the midst of our own lack of understanding. You see, one of the reasons we need faith is because we don't know what is to come and we don't know how to get ourselves out of it. We don't have to have faith if we are in control. We have faith because we're out of control. And if nothing else, this COVID-19 pandemic has shown us that we have no control and we need faith. Let's pray to the Lord and let's confess to him that we don't know all things. 
and that we don't know when this virus will end. We don't know when life will truly get back to normal. We don't know when the time will come when we won't have to feel like we have to wash our hands every 15 minutes or, or wear face masks anytime we leave our homes or our vehicles. Let's pray that our faith, even in our income and even in the health of our own families and friends and networks, Oh, that that we would trust with faith on a God who is the healer, on the God that is the provider. But then let's also pray for the most vulnerable. Let's pray for those who are the most vulnerable to COVID-19 due to either age or health conditions or insufficient access to medical care. You know, one of the things that we have seen of this COVID-19 pandemic is our African-American population and brothers and sisters have been much more vulnerable Unfortunately, because they already live in situations where they don't have the access that they need because of systemic racism and systemic oppression uh, throughout years and years, they have not had the access to the things that they need and they're expressly vulnerable. Let's praise the Lord that he sees and cares for those who are vulnerable and he sees and cares for those who are in affliction and he cares for them passionately with his love. Let's pray that the Lord would extend his arm of protection and healing to those who are especially susceptible to COVID-19. And then fifth, let's pray for the church. Let's pray God would mobilize the body of Christ to serve and glorify him. I've seen so many ways that the church has served in unprecedented ways, has served with, with great grace and great honor. But we also know that the time to serve is not over. We have still have so many things that, that this COVID-19 pandemic will affect. Still more sickness, still more death, still more pain, still more economic hardship that will probably be with us for years to come. Let's pray that the church would be mobilized. Let's pray that the church would be raised up to meet the needs of those around us today and for the future. Let's pray that God would give wisdom and grace to serve sacrificially through the church. And then six, let's pray for healing. Let's pray for healing for those who have already contracted COVID-19. Maybe for those who are still in the hospital or those who are at home still struggling with this illness. Let's give thanks to the Lord that he has provided for ways of healing. That he has provided for doctors and nurses and hospitals and medications and ventilators and other uh, other physical means in order to care for our physical bodies. But let's also thank the Lord that he has provided a way for eternal healing. And let's pray that the gospel would go forth in explicit ways during this pandemic so that many men and women would also be snatched from, oh, not just physical sickness, but eternal sickness. And then we also pray seventh for protection from sickness. We pray that the spread of COVID-19 would continually be slowed and for the protection of those who have not yet contracted the illness. We pray that more people would be able to test positive for antibodies and, and more people would be able to have immunity and more people would be protected from this illness. We know that God is sovereign over all things and that he can determine that it can be stopped. And we pray that he would allow the spread of COVID-19 to be stopped in its tracks. We pray for healing for our world and for faith to trust when we don't understand. And then eighth, let's pray for the spread of the gospel. 
Let's pray that gospel opportunities would come as a result of these trials and this pandemic and this sickness. Even this last weekend, I was able to be on the call with some brothers and sisters in an Asian context, and they were talking about the opportunities that have been afforded to them, even in the last three weeks, to be able to take this glorious gospel to over 50 unreached areas of their country. And not only were they able to go to these unreached areas and spread the gospel and to spread the, the physical nourishment and needs, Oh, but they were being invited to do so by their local and and federal governments. And why? Because they had the resources to care for the poor and the needy. And because of that, I heard brothers and sisters testifying that there were villages that they have been waiting for 10 years to be able to make contact with, that in a mere three weeks, they've been invited to do so. And in many of these cases, the same government officials that took them to these villages were the same government officials that some months ago were threatening to lock them up if they wouldn't stop spreading the gospel. Oh, there are so many unprecedented ways that the gospel can be spread. And we pray for gospel opportunities. We pray that God would make a way for the gospel being known, not just in this Asian context, but throughout the globe. And then ninth, we pray for our leaders. We pray for wisdom for our political and church leaders as they seek to implement the best practices to keep people safe, but now also to reopen our world and our economy. We know that this is unprecedented times with unprecedented nature. But we also know that our leaders are are now forming precedents. There are precedents setting now because of the, the things that we see before us. And so let's pray for our leaders as they are making decisions, both to keep people safe from a pandemic, but also to keep people safe from economic calamity. Oh, let's pray for our leaders that they would have the wisdom that they need. But then let's also pray for our medical professionals. Pray for the doctors and the nurses and the other medical professionals who are serving those affected and infected by COVID-19. Let's pray for their safety. Let's pray for their understanding. Let's pray that they would have the, the resources they need to protect themselves Let's pray that they would have the, the, the avenues to be able to be instruments of healing. Let's praise the Lord for medical professionals who are sacrificially serving us throughout this pandemic. Let's pray for their wisdom as they navigate this pandemic, for their protection from the illness and for strength for their weariness. We've certainly heard of, of those medical professionals who are, who are working tirelessly around the clock who are showing love and, and, and showing grace to people who are literally putting themselves in harm's way. And let's pray that they would continue to have the grace that they need, that you would, that the Lord would continue to care for them in astounding ways. And then let's also pray for those who are affected by school closures. Let's pray for children who are now in difficult situations due to school closures. Let's pray for those who depend upon free or reduced lunch or who live in abusive or tumultuous homes or who struggle with interrupted routine. Let's pray for parents who are faced with homeschooling or now who are are looking at children who just barely made it through an abbreviated grade and wondering how how to help them continue. Let's pray that the Lord would protect the children who are out of school with an elongated summer break. They would provide food for the hungry, that the Lord would provide safety for the vulnerable and unchanging comfort in the midst of interrupted routine. 
Let's pray for parents who are continuing to juggle things and, and even parents who are having to juggle work and now even canceled summer activities. That the Lord would give grace and that the Lord would give abundant grace. And then lastly, we want to invite you to pray for the ministry of Lifeline. We are still working with vulnerable populations through this pandemic, with vulnerable families and children, with orphans and birth mothers. Would you pray for our workers as they love on them and care for them and many times are are going into the hardest places to care for them? Would you pray that our ministry would stay lean and that we would be stronger on the other side of this pandemic? Pray for families who have been reunified with their children recently through foster care or who were vulnerable to lose their children as they have been adversely affected by this virus. They've lost their jobs. They lost their livelihood. And pray for our team as we double down on our efforts to reach out to these vulnerable families. Pray for foster parents as kids struggle in their homes, especially with less structured schedules. Pray for our birth mother counselors who are going into hospitals, which are on a high alert in order to effectively minister to their clients. Pray for the delivery of babies as they're not slowing down due to the pandemic and pray for the hundreds of women across the country in whom we are still serving. Pray as more kids are being abused in homes as parents take out anxiety and families already vulnerable are losing their jobs. Pray for child protective services as they are hampered and, and these kids are, and they're looking for ways to respond and be responsive to the hurt of children. Pray for our team that they would not only continue to minister, but we would look for creative ways to do so and effective means to do so. Pray for the morale of our 150 plus staff members spread across 14 states. Pray that our leadership would make bold, decisive, and God-honoring decisions in a world that is changing moment by moment. Pray for families who are on inter-country adoption journeys and waiting for the release to be able to pick up children that have already been matched and, and finalized, adoptions have already been finalized. So their children are separated by waters and by travel. Pray for families uh, who are, are, are looking forward to fostering and their training or their, their licensing process has, has been interrupted. Pray for our foster care team as they look for creative ways to continue to approve and to train new foster families. Pray for our social workers who are doing assessments of prospective adoptive families through digital means that they would have wisdom to seek out to them. Pray for our international unadopted partners who are greatly affected by the spread of the virus in their countries, especially for those in India and Uganda and Haiti and Dominican Republic and Colombia and Pakistan who are greatly affected by shutdowns and by stay-at-home orders and how day laborers are unable to care for their families and how many more children are being orphaned. Oh, and pray for financial provision for Lifeline and for so many other ministries that are doing this important work. You see, in the end, beloved, we pray because we know we don't have the answers. We don't have the strength. We don't have the wisdom, but we have a God that does. And so we want to invite you to pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray each and every day. Lift up your heart to the God of heaven who hears you when you cry. Pray with your families. Pray over your children. Pray for those who are vulnerable. Pray for the Lord's gospel to go forth. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for your goodness and for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, we certainly pray for those that are vulnerable. We pray that you would protect those who are vulnerable to sickness. We pray that you would pray. We pray you would protect those who have already contracted and been infected by this disease. 
We pray for our economy and all of those who have been uh, affected economically by this disease. Lord, we pray for your goodness to go forth and your mercy to go forth. Lord God, we pray that you would do an awesome work in and amongst our country and in and amongst our world, making your gospel known in rich and real ways. And Lord, would you truly be with the orphan, with the vulnerable family, with the birth mother, and with those who have been made more vulnerable by this pandemic? Would you show justice to them? Would you show your love to them? Would you show your peace to them? Would you show your comfort to them? And Lord, would you wrap around the staff and the ministry of Lifeline that we would have the resources we need, the energy that we need, the means that we need to continue to care for the most vulnerable who are becoming more and more vulnerable each and every day, that these stay-at-home orders increase as the sickness spreads and as people are unable to provide for their families. Lord God, we don't know what the future may hold, but we know that you hold the future. And so we trust in you. Our faith is in you. We need you today in our nations and all around the world. And Father, we do pray that your gospel would spread more quickly, more effectively, more efficiently, and more rapidly. That men, women, boys, and girls would know that the greatest pandemic that humanity faces is the, hum is the pandemic of sin, which separated them from you. And Lord, would you rescue those who've been separated? And would you show them your great grace? And would you equip the church to go and to spread this glorious gospel? It's in your great name that we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. If you enjoy making this podcast a part of your weekly routine, we'd love for you to take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the Defender Podcast to make it easier for more people to find. For more information how you and your church can partner with Lifeline, visit us at lifelinechild.org. If you want to connect with me, please visit herbienewell.com. Follow us at Lifeline on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast. <music>